0: Hi, I'm Jesse Rath, and you're listening to Supergirl Radio. Source for all things related to the CW Supergirl TV series and the character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson, and unfortunately, my usual co-host, Morgan Glennon, couldn't make it for this hour of the podcast marathon for Magic Wheelchair. Something about celebrating her upcoming birthday, which is on July 2nd, so everyone wish her a happy birthday, but in her place, Andy Babacht of The Flash Podcast and Titans Podcast has agreed to fill in for her, so welcome back to Supergirl Radio, Andy
1: thank you so much i'm uh, you know i would say i have i would say that i have it's been a very quiet day but it hasn't because i've been talking all day <laughs> long so all day long all day all day long so now i'm uh, you know i i thought like, you know what since morgan can't make it i you know i i will i will f- i will try to be a good substitute but i i probably won't be so um but rebecca
0: yes what is we've that? Hit our I- goal. That is amazing. We hit our $2,000 goal in during the Stargirl podcast hour. So way to go, ladies. Brought it home. Uh, but even though we have met our goal, that doesn't mean you, you can't stop donating. Because actually, if you do donate, I have some things I want to send you. I actually uh, will be putting your names, if you donate, into a raffle. And I have put together a Supergirl gift pack that has some really cool stuff in it. It includes a pack of Supergirl playing cards, a Metal's diecast new 52 Supergirl figure, a DVD double feature of Superman Batman Public Enemies and Superman Batman Apocalypse, and Supergirl 0 assigned by Ian Churchill, all wrapped up in a Superman Jeopardy bag that I got from Superman Celebration in Metropolis, Illinois. So, if you want that prize, if you want to win in that raffle, you got to donate, so go to dctvpodcast.com slash fundraiser and give to Magic Wheelchair because they do amazing, incredible yes. things for these kids. They have uh, a DeLorean that they've made. They've made Batmobiles. They had a Supergirl in a pod. They do incredible, incredible things for these kids in wheelchairs, and I think it's an amazing thing that their whole goal is so that you're not— when when these kids normally are in their wheelchairs, people— see the wheelchair and not the kid. But when they're in these costumes, these amazing costumes, people see the kid and not the wheelchair. So this is an incredible charity uh, that does some amazing things all around the world. So go to dctvpodcast.com slash fundraiser and donate to Magic Wheelchair
1: which which um just like Leslie and justice just did because we have now hit two thousand fifty five dollars
0: whoa we' we're,
1: we're not we're not even five minutes into this thing and into the super Bowl radio and we're already getting more donations Look, so we
0: are not finished here. We still have two hours at least of this uh marathon to go, so let's just see how far we can go. I think we can do a little better, so uh get those donations in at dctvpodcast.com dot com slash fundraiser. But, okay, so since this is the Supergirl Radio Hour... We should probably talk some Supergirl, Andy. And so what uh, we're going to do is for this hour of the marathon, we are going to hold the fourth annual Supergirl Radio Awards. And what that means is we will be selecting winners for each of our categories that we've chosen. And if you're in the chat room, this can be very interactive. If you're in the chat room, feel free to submit your picks along with us. So get judgy, get opinionated, have those hot takes ready to go because we are going to make some picks so our first category is favorite episode and now i I should clarify that we're going to do favorite episode and best episode and that there is a difference there your favorite one doesn't necessarily have to be the best episode and the best episode doesn't necessarily have to be the favorite episode so this is the the distinction so andy i'm going to throw it to you first what was your favorite episode of season four of supergirl
1: it's a tie bet- between Elseworlds part three, because that was super cool hour of the crossover, and what's um wait hold on. Uh oh brother where art thou. I listen, I said it's like Rebecca that I was so surprised about John Cryer coming into the season, <laughs> into the Arrowverse, as Lex freaking looper and I I, I, he he blew me away. I'm excited for him to be part of this universe. And but yeah, and Elseworlds part 3 but also had so much good in it. But because you know we had we had uh, we had Black suited Superman. Um, we had you know Car and Alice reconnecting, even the reality. Like, or you know what? The, it wasn't even reality. This was the Earth One version of Alex Danvers. Mm. And we had an amazing cro- showdown between the two Supermans. We had Lois Lane revealing that she's pregnant. And we had Brainy taking on... Um, oh, my God. What's, his, what's the robot's name? Oh, my God.
0: Kellex. No, not Kellex. No, no, ka- oh no, that
1: Oh, that, my. That, that, that's going to be the battle for the 100th episode of Supergirl. Um, <laughs> no, what's, what is his name? Um,
0: the robot. Um, oh,
1: um, uh, Amazo? Um, yes, Amazo. Yes. That, so, like... And it it also set, uh, revealed the the announcement that Chrysler on Infinite Earths is coming. Mm, yes. So, uh, but uh, but uh, but Lex Luthor's debut was also just as good. So, like him and Le- like him like revealing to Lena like you know you know why I pushed you you know why I didn't hold your hand and tell you how amazing you were? because it would push you to do better. <laughs>
0: I will echo your sentiment about Oh Brother Where Art Thou. That was th- that episode was my favorite of the of the season because it was such a changing point to the season for me cuz like the first half of season 4 I was like Ugh. like it was oh, so yes. it was so <laughs> frustrating but when we got to Oh Brother Where Art Thou I I literally wrote if you go into my uh now infamous Google Docs I even wrote in my Google Doc notes this is the first episode in a while that I was excited to rewatch. And in a uh, uh, while. Only eight, wh- pa-
1: only eight pages? <laughs> wow.
0: But while was all in caps. So uh, this was the first episode, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?, that I really, really wanted to rewatch because I loved it so much. Because it did have so much Luthorian goodness in it. It has that opening sequence with Lex and Lena with the red sun. And Lex is quoting Epicurus. And Lex does a Miss smoker. And uh, <laughs> there's there's a whole great thematic element of it with siblings, with Lex and Lena and James and Kelly and Car and Alex and Otis and maybe Mercy, if she was still alive at that point. R.I.P.
1: Mercy Grace. R.I.P. See you on Titan season two. <laughs>
0: Hashtag gone too soon. Uh, <laughs> so that was my favorite episode of the season. Uh, so let's see what people are saying but in the chat. You
1: um, want more money? you want more money, Rebecca? What's that? You, do you want more money?
0: Yes. I always want more money. Well,
1: how, how about $50 more dollars from Lindsay Linford, who just made a donation, as as we now hit $2,105. Holy
0: cow. Way to go, everybody. We are a crushing it. Let's keep going. DCTVpodcast.com slash fundraiser. Donate. It's a great cause. Magic that's, Wheelchair that's, is the best.
1: The chat says, let's see. Um... We have uh, Leslie76 saying House of L.
0: Good episode. Great episode.
1: Uh, New Rachel says also my favorite is Ashima.
0: Yeah, that was a good episode too. A lot of Manchester Black. Great episode.
1: The the 108th Sage says American Dream was my favorite.
0: Good episode.
1: Comic girl, what's up, Sarah? House of (laughs) L. Um. There you go. Uh, the 108 Sage also says, House of L might have been the best. Um, let's see. New Rachel says, uh, Earth 1 Alex was fun. We had Brainy, Yet ye- ye- uh, Yeeting and mezo. Um 76 says, Second half was much better. RIP Ke- Mercy and Kelly Prime. <laughs>
0: Kelly oh. Prime! I love <laughs> that! All right. Hashtag RIP Kelly. Never forget Uh, another one gone too soon. Why does Supergirl always kill off characters when they shouldn't? Just let them live. Ugh. All right, so let's go on to, uh, our second category, which is best episode. This is a a distinction here. We got our favorites down. Which is the best episode? Andy, go.
1: The best episode... (sighs) This is hard. Um... Can you start? Like I need to really think about
0: this. Okay, I will give my pick. And my pick is the House of L. And uh this comes right after my favorite episode of the season. So this this part of season four was really really hitting it on all cylinders for me. Uh the House of L had at the very beginning, there's Supergirl versus Lex, who's in the Lexo suit fighting on the roof of the Daily Planet, which is awesome. Uh, Lex has a kind of a cheesy line there, but it was still cool to see the Daily Planet in this universe. Uh, we got a flashback to to Lex Luthor's trial, which was really cool. Uh, we got the full origin of Red Daughter and her relationship with Alex and we got Red Tri- uh, Red Daughter's trip to America, where she pretends to be Cara Danvers. And Melissa Benoist is just, I mean, John Cryer is really good in it. But Melissa Benoist, I think, is the shining star of The House of L. So The House of L, well-written, well-acted, a lot of exciting things in it. Um, and we got to see something we had all, I think, wanted to see the whole season, which was Red Daughter and what her story was. And we got it. Big time in that episode. So the House of L is my pick.
1: I think that uh, I I wanted to say House of House of Elle, House of L, but I wanted to think uh, could it have been uh, maybe another episode. I, I but I will say it's a tie for me between House of L and the episode where we go and visit Nia's hometown because uh, that's not American dream. But that's a I'm trying to. Are you,
0: are you thinking about Blood Memory when she goes back to Parthis? yes and uh they they all wear the uh they all wear white at nia's mom's funeral and it looks like a, a cult, which is a cult, I, I, a cult I, ceremony <laughs> uh yeah no that's that's blood memory that was a really good episode too they 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 played around with some aesthetics of uh what the dreams look like and everything That yeah that was good
1: yeah so i would say that let's see what the shad hat say um New original says House of L also had a really clever title, but um, let's see. A lot of people are going House of El.
0: Uh Pretty Girl and Ninja says Menagerie, which is a pretty good episode. Menagerie was a surprise villain for me that I didn't think that I would enjoy, and I actually kind of really did because she was uh, fantastic by the end of her little run there. I wish I had gotten to see more of her but uh that is a good episode uh uh leslie 76 justice says red dawn which is the episode where alex gets her memories back no wait wait
1: wait wait, wait. is it isn't that the the what's it called the penultimate
0: episode it is the penultimate episode <laughs> very good andy uh, let's make sure that we say that a lot on this episode of Supergirl Radio. Uh, Comica Girl says House of L, 108, Sage says House of L. Uh, Pretty Girl Ninja also, uh, mentions, uh, Lena and Supergirl in the prison, which I think is crime and punishment. That was a good episode. Uh, we uh, got a mention shall
1: of... Shell All says... Uh, Man of Steel, amazing order that ties back to everything that has happened. I
0: will say that is a really well-executed episode. I know a lot of people didn't like the uh, backstory of Agent Liberty, Ben Lockwood, but it actually was a, a well-formatted episode. A lot of backstory touching into all the characters that we know on Supergirl and kind of tying it into everything we had seen prior. So Man of Steel actually is a really great episode.
1: Um. It's, it is the penul- penultimate <gasps> hour of the live stream oh, man.
0: Is, new this, Rachel. is this what this is the best
1: you lied to me Rick this is why you wanted to be <laughs> la- next to last <laughs> we
0: are the penultimate hour this is amazing all right so I think we have picked our uh best episode of season four and, and those are all positive things favorite best great things. Uh, but let's get to what uh, I like to call this category the episode that maybe could have been better. <laughs> just trying to put it nicely. So Andy, was there an episode of Season 4 where you were like eh, could have been better. All About Eve. Oh. I,
1: I was really confused why an episode tied like that um, did like we, it, it didn't feel like it was her episode. I thought it was I mean about her, but like for me, I wanted to see more of her because I y'all Dale Rappaport, when he casts Andrea Brooks, like he casts a treasure. Mm. But th- that woman is capable of doing is cause listen, I thought one hundred percent that there was not gonna be a way that she was that this version of E was gonna be evil. <laughs> and I felt so played. <laughs> I also played played uh Crypton, like, yes, Andrea Brooks is amazing. Which is again I I feel like an idiot. I feel like Of course. She's working with a loof for a loofer at at Katco, So why is she not like, of course it's gonna happen at some point. I should have seen it when the announcement licks was coming. And I ugh, I felt like a dummy. But for me, like that episode should have been better. It should have been like we should have seen a lot of Andrea in that episode, so.
0: Yeah. yeah that's I, my pick. Yeah, I agree. All about Eve should have been all about Eve. Uh, I agree. The what
1: least I- they could have done it is just play the damn movie with Cara. Like Is that like she loves black and white movies?
0: All all about Eve with Betty Davis not featured in the episode. Cara Danvers is a big fil- classic film fan. Why wasn't that just uh, snuck in there? L I I, yeah, that could have been better. It could have been better. Um, so I would agree with you there, but my choice, uh, I had to think about this really, uh, really hard because let's be honest. It's a,
1: it's, it's, it's a hard question.
0: Let's be honest. Season four had some stinkers. Let's be just, let's just throw it out there. There were some stinkers in season four. So this was a tough, uh, tough category for me to choose a winner. Uh, I could have picked Parasite Lost because it completely retconned the entire premise of the series with Amadei of the Smash TV sitcom hit, That's Amadei. (laughs) Or I could have picked Suspicious Minds, uh, which infuriated me immensely. But the one I'm going to pick is Fallout. And here is why. Because it could have been great. It was so close to greatness uh, it tried to thematically explore identities. It had that awesome Lena Luther versus Mercy Graves showdown, and uh, Kara even felt a little more patriotic in that episode because in the previous week I was very upset with her about how she was talking about America, and in, in Fallout she was a little she was a little more uh, upbeat and positive, and I, I really liked that, but. This episode was not very well written. I felt like it could have used another draft, maybe another read through, because this was the one that had 10 mentions of the word fear or variation of that word. And it continually referenced the U.S. as a democracy instead of a constitutional republic, which it actually is. So I felt... they could have improved on some things if they had just read it out loud <laughs> uh so no. so my my thing is that fallout was so close to being a really great episode, but it just parts of it were not as well written as I would have preferred. So I'm gonna Les- go fallout here.
1: Leslie says Supergirl was hardly in fallout. I don't was that really the case?
0: uh, it was a lot of Cara danvers.
1: Uh, I think because uh, i i just because they shot the third episode first and then they shot one four or one and four or two so I was like of course she would have been in that one um I can go through the comments a little bit let's see
0: yeah,
1: um let's see, let's see what the chat um, let's like. Le- Les- leslie says um um uh, quest of peace needed a rewrite uh quest for peace I mean um I don't know. I think the season 4 finale was really good. Although the, the last couple of seconds was... It, I'm not gonna lie. It was a little bit too packed. But I think it, I honestly think it's because they wanted to put in all the things with the monitor. Um, mm-hmm. DJ Ritter says, uh, I disagree. Suspicious Minds in my top 5. Okay.
0: Um,
1: the the episode with Agent Liberty backstory says Claudia B. 13. And... Comic girl girl says maybe Parasite Logs otherwise can't really think of one generally like this season. Um no Leslie Ma- Leslie man not fall I mean Man of Steel. I I just I still feel it's a very confusing title. Um A Man of Steel? Yeah, I, I, I it's
0: I actually liked it because it played on the the steel factory and uh and 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 how that ties into Superman and Supergirl. So
1: I I, I thought it was good. If anything, I feel it's it disrespected Superman, like like taking the idea of someone being the Man of Steel, and like like trying someone to fall, like someone being like compared to the Man of Steel, and then being this.
0: But Ben Ben Lockwood was a man, though he represented the human side of what they were trying to do in season four. You had the aliens versus the humans. So, or, or it's more specifically, aliens versus the children of liberty. So he represented the man, and then he worked in. He and see, his family worked in a steel factory. So man of steel. I get it. I'm cool with it.
1: See, see, I, see, I don't know if you and I feel the same about when it came, comes to uh, Ben Locke because I, I, I don't. I he, I love Sam Woodward, and I, I think he I, he did what he you were supposed. He did his job. You, you. He made him a villain that you we all love to hate. I just hated this idea that we because can, I cannot say the P word. Can I?
0: Uh, I don't know what the P word is, but probably topic- not. <laughs>
1: Okay, so topical. Topical,
0: uh, topical is the preferred yeah, okay, uh, language okay. on Supergirl Radio. Yes.
1: Okay, so this <laughs> season was just insanely topical, and I feel like it was amplified because of the metaphor that, that the the agent of Liberty rep- represented. The, mm. so, and I from and also what I really despise the most is Ben Lockwood was a man who snapped a little too easy. There was there was there was nothing. <sighs> Like, I love villains. Like, I especially love villains that will make you f- think for a second. But what if he's right? What if? What if they actually have a point? That, that
0: what actually if... makes him a good villain, though.
1: But see, but this in this case, he didn't. He was. I mean, he represented what racists are today. He wanted to dispose of all aliens he killed innocent people like like, no no no. he was rewarded for killing people
0: i think he he took it i mean this is getting a little off topic but he, he took it too far but i think in the in the in the initial you know episode you could or at least i could i could kind of empathize with him because you know Houses get destroyed. People are losing jobs. You know, I, I can I can understand that. I can see where he's coming from. But he definitely took it too far. And he definitely handled things the wrong way once his father died. So that those mistakes were made. Uh, uh, mistakes were chosen and acted on. And he definitely took it too far. And he handled it incorrectly. But I can understand where he was coming from. So I do think that that episode... Uh, at least explained why he felt the way he did. And I thought I thought that that was needed for... I wish they had explored it a little more because by the end of the season, it felt uh, to me like it was a little uh, imbalanced. Like they had a little balance and a little nuance there in that Man of Steel episode. But then by the end of it, it was like... Well, I guess we're only telling one side of the story now. Uh, so I think they could have done that a little better towards towards the end. Uh, but I, I think for Man of Steel for that origin episode, I I can see what they were, were going for.
1: So I, I agree think, with Leslie, by the way. I have no empathy for him. He could've asked for reparations reparations instead of murdering aliens.
0: Yeah, well he definitely shouldn't have murdered aliens, but I cannot well that's a whole thing. Like he, he could have handled things a lot better. I guess we'll just we'll leave it there. Alright, so our next category, because we've got a lot of categories we're gonna get to. Yes. Uh, um so uh the next one is best actress. Who do you think in season four just really knocked it out of the park? A real standout, real, real star in season four.
1: I mean it's uh, it, I mean it's impossible to not say Melissa, especially this year with her I mean she had to play two characters. Mm. So I I was really proud of, that, but I'm um, so. I mean, because because I mean, look, we're both probably gonna pick Melissa, but I wa- can, can I pick someone like that is outside of Melissa too?
0: Uh, yeah, go for it.
1: Nicole Mains.
0: Okay, no, well, that's I, that's that's a great pick.
1: Yeah, I yeah I like like yeah exactly like 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 Kryptos says you know like Melissa playing two roles and that's that's not easy, but what. What Nicole Maines has done with with this character of Neonal aka Dreamer, I just—it's beautiful. I'm—I mean, I'm so happy for the transgender community that we're that they finally get to have a hero that they can look up to, they can that they can see themselves at. But also because she was so much of the voice that we needed to hear, like she was, like because I feel Carl like she was stretched so much this year. And there was time where she like I, like she I, she felt a little lost, and and I feel what Nia did was kind of giving us that side of Super Bowl that I I don't feel we've seen in a season or two. But I think Cara is now starting to get back to that. So yeah, Nicole Maines deserves a lot of props for what the, the great work that she's done.
0: I think Nicole Maines is a good choice. Uh, she really surprised me in what I, I i didn't know what to expect cuz i'd never seen nicole in anything and so uh when she came on i was immediate like on uh nia's side yeah. uh i cheered for her as she kind of figured out her her journey her destiny her powers and kind of what she was going through i liked all the episodes that featured her so nicole mains did a, a really great job um but i think for me and normally i would pick Melissa cuz she was fantastic she does a really good job of playing... She has played so many variations of Supergirl on this show. She's played Overgirl and Red Kryptonite, Kara. She even kind of played Bizarro Girl. Uh, so she has played uh, a lot of variations on Supergirl. And so for her to play Red Daughter, that was just, a nu- just another one that she got to play. And she made her very distinct from Kara. So uh, props to Melissa Benoist on that. But uh, this season belongs to katie mcgrath i i was so into all like there there was a really great episode and we'll get to it uh towards the beginning of the season called rather the fallen angel which was like katie slash lena's episode and then we got to the second half and every time lena was on the screen i was into it i was i was really into that story uh, Katie's uh, rapport and dynamic with John Cryer, with Melissa Benoist in some of those episodes, and even the Makad Brooks stuff. I know a lot of people don't ship the James and Lena thing, but when they fought. Mm. Uh, okay, 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 okay. But, I mean, you got to admit, the time when Lena uh, kicked James out of the car, that was pretty good. It was a good scene. <laughs> so.
1: Okay, disclaimer to everyone let's make it perfectly clear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Craig says, K- Katie did well with John Crying too. It's like two actors never worked together before.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, they, they, like it felt like they worked together for years and years and years. So um, just to make it very clear, Lena Lufa did not literally kick James it out was, of a moving car. It
0: was a metaphor. but he, it, But yeah. But he got out of that car. That the still the ending point was still there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I would give it to Katie because Lena Luther was just on top on at the end of the season. I was into her story and I'm very excited to see where that goes. But for season four, she was uh, Katie. Katie really dug into the Lex and Lena dynamic and she had some really fun stuff with Brenda Strong where they kind of. Uh, she sort of lightly, po- I think Morgan, uh, phrased it as she lightly poisoned her adoptive mother. <laughs> uh, so.
1: Lightly. Lightly. Yeah. Lightly. Take just, the key word there. Lightly. Just
0: lightly. I mean, she had an antidote. It was fine. Uh, so I really enjoyed, uh, what Katie brought to the role in season, uh, four because she had to play a lot of emotions, uh, from varying angles and storylines. Uh, so.
1: I'm just going to read some quick, quick, quick comments. Uh, Baggy the Pampers says, I would watch a show by Lena, Lex, and Lillian. The whole Looper family is awesome. Well, coming soon to the DCT Podcast Network is the Looper Podcast. <laughs> uh, Craig says, I like her record of It gave a nice mental edge. Yes. The one on her eighth stage says, everyone should read Becoming Nicole. Amy Ellis Nutt is a journalist who who chronicles the journey of Nicole Maines and her family. Good stuff, uh, Kyle Lee was great. The comic comic Girl says, shout out to Kyle for selling the Take the Grass.
0: Take the Grass. <laughs> it is the line of season four that we're all going to remember. It's, it's the line of the season. Take the oh Just take that, um, take that I, grass.
1: I, me and Adam and my, my buddy Adam holes I called them the week after the episode, and we we sat for 20 minutes trying to sell the idea of being on set. And having to sell that line. And we couldn't even get through. We couldn't even go past five minutes without cracking up like, a cra- like crazy people.
0: <laughs> it, it was a really pretty moment. Uh, with a line that could have been uh, improved a little bit probably. Uh, but we'll leave it there. Take the grass iconic line from Supergirl season four. All right. So let's move on. Because uh, we've got some other categories to get through. So best actor. Same thing. Who knocked it out of the park in season four?
1: We're only talking male actor now, right? Yes. Jesse Raff. Oh. I think I think that he is one of the best things that have happened to the Arrowverse, and I look. I mean, aside from the makeup, you know, we will <laughs> uh, let, let's just leave. Let's just retire that. Um, but I think that when we got to see him play vulnerable and very human, but also when he got rebooted. Oh, I I I want to I I want to see I would love to see a Krypton and Supergirl crossover where he and Brainiac gets to finally meet. Um,
0: yeah, I would actually go Jesse Rath too. I thought he did a great job of playing two different versions of Brainiac Five. He got to play a uh is eviler a word? I don't think it is, but I'm gonna well, use you it.
1: well you said it, so it has to be a word. It has
0: to be a word. That seems right. Uh so I enjoyed him channeling that darker side of you know his ancestors as Brainiac uh you know as his Brainiac ancestors with no emotion I thought he did a really good job just like Melissa making it two different uh and distinct characters and I also really enjoyed him getting drunk on the uh the rooftop at the brunch so he he did a really good job of uh balancing the really dramatic scenes as well as the more comedic uh, sillier scenes and the romance. He had to play a romance as well. So I, I thought Jesse uh, in season four did a really great job. So what is the uh, chat saying?
1: Let's see. Um, uh, Craig says uh, John Cryer. DJ Raider says John Cryer. Pretty Girl Ninja Sam Witwer. Um, Comic girl, girl says David Harewood. Leslie says matches the Black, a.k.a. David Ajala. And... Um, New Rachel says, I really wanted to see Evil Brainy. Um, Sage says, Jesse Raffin D, but yes, he should have been green. Um, Let's see, that's the the answer we've gotten so far about best actors. I say, let's move on to the next category.
0: All right, so the next category is favorite characters. So, who, Andy, in season four was like the character you just could not keep your eye off of?
1: I mean, I'm not gonna say super well cool because I have been a little bit annoyed with her this year. So I'm, I know it's it's super cool I shouldn't be saying this, but I'm I sorry. Mean,
0: we'll allow it. We we're okay with uh, opinions that are wrong. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, um, get, give your opinion. This is this is the place for those hot takes.
1: Lex, because mm. I I just I just want to get into his mind more and just like because. He doesn't see himself as a bad guy, like he was in like the the the, the trial scene where he s- stands up and he says, "Superman made me do it," mm-hmm. and like the 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 thing is, we should think that he sounds crazy, but the thing is, he is he isn't crazy. Right. That's what's so bizarre about it, and what's so like e- deliciously evil with him. So him, I just like emo- like.
0: No, normal, I, normal, rational people don't give themselves cancer, though, Andy. That is that is the uh, the difference. I mean, I felt
1: I, <laughs> I thought that was really offensive, to be honest, cause like I mean, especially because I'm like, I, I was thinking a lot about you well, that night. I'm he, like, this must be the most offensive thing Rebecca has uh, seen.
0: it's 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 fine because it had a purpose to it. Like he was using the 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 hair nail to kind of get Lena into his. His circle. So I, I get it. It's a storyline. But I'm just who was saying... Your I'm
1: favorite, just... Who was your favorite character?
0: Well, it's interesting that you mentioned a Luther. Because I'm also going to pick a Luther. And that would be Lena Luther. And normally, my favorite character on the show is Kara. My favorite character is Kara slash Supergirl forever and always. But for season four, Lena Luther was my everything. Uh, just because she... Her storyline got so much better towards that second half of the season. And I was really... Into it, so I'm gonna go Lena Luther on this one. I I think season four was like the season of the Luthers.
1: Ken coming to DC Podcast Network, a, a Luther podcast. We uh, we, Lu- we 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 may not have a spin off show, but we can make a podcast about the loopers.
0: What would it what uh, would it be called? Luther Family Radio? I don't I don't know.
1: No uh, Luther podcast. Oh,
0: oh the Luther podcast. Okay, yeah. yeah I'm okay with that.
1: Sage says uh, favorite character was Nia. Bag of Panther says mentions the Black. Kamagra says Car slash Supergirl. Leslie says Red Daughter. Craig says Lex loofer. uh Pretty Girl Nina says Lena, and we have Shang saying Lena. And um, oh my God, we're getting we're getting names for the podcast. Uh, Shang sp- propose says <laughs> Keeping Up with the Loofers. Uh, I like it. Craig Craig says No Time for Loofers. <laughs> oh my-
0: I like it. Oh my- All right, well we will consider it.
1: Yes. What's w- the next category?
0: Um well, I should also update us. Uh we now are at $2,000 and one uh, 2,117 dollars for the charity fundraiser for Magic well, Wheelchair.
1: what? So we are still going. Oh my god. Rebecca. So in the co- you, you know you can when you donate you can make a comment. This is from Megan Mac just made it that $12 donation, but in the comment it says Take the grass.
0: Take the grass. Thank you for donating in honor of of that great line from season four, <laughs> Supergirl, it is worth the donation. Thank you, Megan. Amazing. Um, so yeah, if you want to keep donating, keep donating. Let's see how far we go. DCTVpodcast.com dot com slash fundraiser. Uh, Take do, do, it, do it in memory of Mercy Graves. Get, give it in lieu of flowers. Give a donation to and uh, Kelly
1: Prime. <laughs>
0: Kelly Prime and, and Mercy Graves
1: and, uh, and Otis Graves.
0: Uh. Nah. And Red,
1: Red, and Red Daughter. And,
0: and, Red, da- and Red Daughter. We'll, we'll, we'll t- and,
1: and, and any storyline potential that James Olsen never had.
0: <laughs> and and the lack of snapper car snapping. But we won't go there. It's not time for it. We've got to move on. Uh, so the next category is favorite guest star. Now we had a lot of good ones, Andy. We had Linda Carter, Bruce Boxleitner, uh, John Cryer, Brenda Strong, Rona Beasley. Is Mitra. Bruce Boxleitner
1: someone supposed it's Bruce, someone I'm supposed to <gasps> things.
0: Shut your mouth! He is a classic TV star. He was uh, a right. Scarecrow, was and Mrs. Res- King with a uh, Kate Jackson. Who?
1: What? What? You don't Who? know
0: Kate Jackson, one of the original OG Charlie's Angels? Oh, Andy, I've got to teach you some things. Uh, so Bruce Boxleitner, and and he's been in a, a ton of stuff, but I know him from Scarecrow, and Mrs. King. But uh, he has
1: danger. He ha- he had he has dangerous charisma.
0: Yes, I, I, I would agree with that. So, I mean, we had a ton. I mean, Helen Slater came back. Uh, let's see, Andrew Brooks, I guess we could count as a guest star. Robert Baker, David Ajala, uh, basically all of the elite. Uh, Ozzy Tespai, who played Kelly Olsen. I mean, we had a ton of guest stars. So, Andy, who would you pick as uh, your favorite?
1: Um, I mean, ugh. John Cryer. Yeah, it's all a
0: choice. I I
1: just I, I just cannot stop thinking about John Cryer. A sentence as I never thought I would say in two thousand nineteen, but it's a tie between him and David Ajala because David Ajala, like, I wanted so much more for Manchester Black.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Um, and I'm I'm gonna miss him. Who's Who's your favorite guest star?
0: Well, I'm gonna have to say John Cryer as well. I think Lex Luthor was a real standout, but I also have a lot of good things to say about April Parker Jones, who played Colonel Haley. She was solid in everything she did. Well, was
1: she a guest star? I thought.
0: Was she considered a recurring? Uh, let's character see. Uh, like a
1: series uh, regular? Oh no no no! Oh, the 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 main cast list list her as a series regular. She was. Oh. Um, she, she was a main character this whole season?
0: Was she? Okay. All right. Well, all right. We'll take her out of the guest star category. So I would say John Cryer with uh, an honorable mention. Uh, hashtag RIP Mercy Graves. Uh, so, and also I would agree that David Ajala. Fantastic. So uh, I guess if I had to pick one and and I had to pick only one, I would pick John Cryer.
1: Let's see. Let me see what it cat. I I think this is for you Rebecca. Craig says I watched uh, Scarecrow and Mrs. King pilot the other week.
0: It's a it's a very uh, famous famous show except for uh, famous in Andy's world. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I, mean, to I mean I
1: Scare, mean Scarecrow Scarecrow is a great Batman villain. Yeah,
0: for uh, sure.
1: he's great in Tron. Uh, oh, was he in that new Was he in that new Tron movie that came out a few years ago?
0: He might have been the original. I'm not sure.
1: Babylon Five. Yeah. Um see he was in a ton of stuff. Not Star Wars, I think. Yeah. Babylon Five, what's Babylon Five? Let's see.
0: It's another uh like sci-fi uh TV series.
1: Okay. Uh Matt message of Black was his favorite guest star uh, her favorite guest, star- but like host best. Um DJ Ryder writer- says John Cryer, David Ajala. Yeah, it's very unanimous in many ways.
0: Uh, new Rachel says uh, the the elite as a collective, and I guess I will allow it. Um, I and I think if Morgan was here, she would probably she would probably choose the hat. So I guess we can we can uh, say that for her in her absence that she would probably vote for the hat. All right, so let's uh, we we got to go a little faster because we got a bunch of categories. To get through. All right, so favorite villain. Who this is maybe different than uh, best villain. So who uh, Andy? Lex. That Lex Luthor, favorite villain. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. I just.
0: You're starting to repeat yourself. I feel like a little bit.
1: Well, just like stat judgments, there's no judgment. There,
0: there is no judgment in these choices. Very true.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah. You. What about you?
0: Uh, My favorite, Mercy Graves, and I really I cannot emphasize how much. I was excited about Mercy Graves coming on and then she exceeded my expectations and I loved her so much. She could have been a great foil for uh, Lena Luthor and she chewed up all that scenery. The scenery was, uh, there was no more scenery. She chewed it all up and then she died for no reason whatsoever. Uh, So I'm just going to say a favorite villain just in her memory.
1: Sage, I just have to ask, when you say favorite villain, one, do, do you mean a hat, the character, or hat, the hat? No, the, no, the, the hat. They, they just say the hat. Okay. Um,
0: it not hat's hat. Would hat's hat be, be considered a villain?
1: I mean, have you seen what that thing can do? <laughs> um, so let's see. Um, Craig says Lex. DJ Ritter says Lex. Pe- Peer Girl Ninja says, Ninja says Manchester Black. Comic Girl says Lex. New Richard says Lex. And uh, Les- uh, Leslie seventy six says, says Manchester Black. Uh, Craig says the giant lizard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, the dragon. Yeah, was Spike really a villain? Though he was a good boy. He was a
0: good boy. Yeah, but for
1: the wrong reasons. <laughs> um, uh, when when he says fifth dimensional doesn't obey our laws, I mean, true that.
0: Yeah, he's got to he's got to hook up with Mixie at some point. Alright, so let's get to the next category, which is best villain. Who was the best villain of season four?
1: Why did you go first?
0: Uh, well, Lex Luthor. Uh, hands down, the best villain. He uh, managed to... to goat Lena into uh, trying to kill him. Uh, He gave himself cancer just to get Lena to do things for him. He uh, helped, you know, he basically betrayed Lena after trying to get back on her side, and he ended up in the White House at the very end. Not as president, but it was close enough. Uh, and he had that whole scheme where he got Red Daughter to pretend to be Supergirl and attack the White House. I mean, he had a master plan, and I appreciated the intellect that it took to get that plan set into motion. So I got to respect Lex Lut- Luthor's villainy in Season 4. Who would you pick? Lex. Yeah. That's that. The whole
1: child is saying legs right now, so <laughs> if they get to be repetitive, I get to be too. Um, That's fair. I have, to, I have to step away for just one minute. I have to say good, My family is about to leave town, so I have to just say goodbye. But I, especially, I have to say goodbye to my dog, otherwise she will whimper a lot. So and can, I'll be I right can,
0: back. I can uh, vamp by myself. I'll, I'll, I'll pick some Thank categories you. with the uh, chat room. So chat room, you're gonna be, be with- right back. You're gonna be with me chat room. It's just you and me now, so we're gonna uh the next one we're gonna pick is favorite moment or scene in season four. so get those moments and scenes in uh, and put them in the chat room. So my favorite has to be the end sequence of oh brother, where art thou when miss Tassbacher walks into the scene with a gun pointed at Lena and you have to understand if you did not listen to Supergirl radio the week before. That It really tells you, go back and listen to that episode we did on Stand and Deliver because we were trying to theorize about who shot James at the end of that episode. And I was like, I don't know if uh, Miss Tessmacher could actually be a secret assassin. And Morgan was like, but what if she is, though? And then it turned out she kind of was. And so when uh, that reveal happened where she betrayed Lena and came in with the gun in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I laughed so much because we were kind of right. So that had to have been my favorite moment of season four. That was when the entire season really turned a corner for me. Uh, So that is, that's probably the most I enjoyed Supergirl season four was in that scene when Miss Tessmacher comes in with that gun. Uh, So uh, chat room, what are your answers? Okay, let's see. All right. Shang98 says, take the grass. I mean, it's a classic by now. <laughs> I, and I will say that scene, we we laugh about the take the grass line, but it is a really visually pretty scene, and it's very emotional between Kara and Alex, and Eliza is there, and it's, it's emotionally gripping until you get to the take the grass line, and then it sucks out all the emotion of it up. <laughs> but very well executed and very visually um, pleasing, in my opinion. All right, so new Rachel says, Favorite scene, Brainy's Alignment. Really great scene uh, to see Jesse kind of go through all of those uh, different uh, levels of Brainiac 5 and having to to go through that. um, It was very interesting to watch. Uh, Let's see. Leslie 76 Justice says Supergirl's death with Alex. Uh, Pretty Girl Ninja says favorite scene. Lex tells Lena that Kara is Supergirl. Oh, yeah. I almost picked that one because that really was good uh, I was shocked I don't know why I was shocked but I was shocked when Lena actually put two to the chest <laughs> in Lex I was like oh so it kind of caught me off good really great uh, into the season there uh, comic Girl can't even pick one well this is not a snap judgment so you don't have to just pick just one so that's fair Uh, Let's see, DJ Ryder says, favorite scene, Alex and Supergirl in Red Daughter's apartment. Ooh, that's a good choice. Yeah, that was, Melissa had to really think about how to play that one, uh, because that's a very interesting dynamic. All right, uh, 108 Sage says, Brainy's reboot. Uh, Baggy the Panther says, when Kara has to protect Lena and Eve against Mercy without revealing her powers. Oh, great sequence. Kind of a, almost a bottle episode. Uh, but yeah, that that was a really uh, fun sequence just to see how Kara had to handle all of that. Uh, let's see, we got another fave scene, Kara flying up with the whole warehouse. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and Jamie C. says, Alex and Supergirl death scene and Red Dawn. So the, Red Dawn, I mean, take the grass. Uh, we joke about it, but a lot of people love that scene. So I got to give it up for that. All right, so the next category we are going to pick is favorite Kara Danvers moment. So this is, so we're splitting, we're splitting the identities up. So we're going to pick a Kara Danvers moment and a Supergirl moment. So this one is a favorite Kara Danvers moment or scene, if you want to pick a, a full scene. Uh, but mine is uh, Kara wanting to confess to Lena that she is Supergirl while they're on that plane in Kasnia. I loved Kara in that moment because she actually was for the first time decided, you know what? I got to tell the truth. And she was going to do it. And Kara, to her, her credit as being someone who has a lot of emotion for other people, and a lot of feelings and a lot of uh, sympathy and empathy. She, hears what Lena tells her and doesn't doesn't want to add to Lena's pain. And so she decides, unfortunately, not to tell her. But the moment where Kara stands up and she takes her glasses off and she puts her hands on her hips like Supergirl, oh, that was such a great moment for Kara for me. So that is my pick for favorite Kara Danvers moment. All right, let's see. Uh, I think we got uh, see Megan Ron Franklin living under under the desk. Uh, well, that's not a Kara moment, but I guess that was a, uh, let's see, what what category would that uh, be under? Oh, favorite moment or scene in season four. Yes. Franklin living under the desk. Huge Supergirl radio moment of, of our time talking about the show. What a great moment. What a great moment. Uh, but in terms of Kara moments, uh, let's see... Uh, Pretty girl ninja says, "Car pretends to be passed out on Lena's plane." Yeah, that whole that whole episode was great. Uh, The 108 Sage says, "The flight back from Casnia." Let's see. New Rachel says, "The part in American Dreamer where Car is using super speed while at Cac." Yeah, that actually was a pretty good fight. I always I'm a sucker for Car using super speed. Uh, Me too,
1: uh, because you're so bad at it.
0: Oh, oh, stop it! We all know Supergirl's faster than the Flash. We all know it. It, you just don't want. You just don't want to go there. But we all know the truth. You're just in big denial about it. Uh, let's see. Let's keep going. Uh, let's see. Uh, Comic Girl says Kara's secret identity shenanigans in the prison. Yep, she had a pretty good uh, uh, fight scene where she kind of had to go back and forth between Kara and Supergirl uh dj Ryder said wounded car wounded Car pleading with john uh, when she has to tell alex the truth i almost thought about that scene too uh because melissa uh, she cries very well she's a great crier and
1: she's uh, a dangerous. She, no no, the, the, no the, the, the correct answer is she's a dangerous crier
0: <laughs> she is a good crier uh, we also have a mention of car standing up to ben when he uh Oh well, yeah, when he when they're in the bar, Kara and Ben Lockwood have have a moment, and Kara like stands up for somebody else. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, there's also a mention of Kara getting out of prison by using her skills as a reporter. So yeah, that would have been in Crime and Punishment as well. So yeah, great Kara Danvers moments. Uh, Andy, do you have one?
1: I'm sorry. What category are we on?
0: We are on a favorite Kara Danvers moment. So this is just a Kara moment.
1: When she revealed herself to Nia.
0: Oh that's yeah, cool. that's a that's a great one.
1: I I think that what I really enjoyed was the fact that she saw that Nia needed someone. Yeah, and I think that look, Cara had done a really good job mentoring, mentoring her throughout that season. But I think that's when she truly embraced being the, being a, a mentor because, yeah, Nia was not having a good time. She was you know she need she needed she needed a sister. She he needed she really needed a sister that was there for her, and I. Yeah, I was really proud of Kara in that moment.
0: Yeah, I do think that that was written really well, where they were kind of the sisters that each other needed. Uh, So, yeah, that's a great moment. Good pick. Um, So the next one uh, is... The the category we're going to next is favorite Supergirl moment. So this is Kara in the Supergirl suit. Uh, Doesn't matter which variation, where it could be the original super suit... Or it could be the anti-kryptonite suit that Lena makes for her. Doesn't matter. Uh, Just favorite Supergirl moment. Andy, what you got? Oh, my goodness. Um, Do you want me to go first?
1: Yeah, because I...
0: Okay.
1: It's been a while since I saw the season now, so...
0: All right, I will go first. So this may come as no surprise to people. I don't know. It might be a surprise to you. Who knows? Uh, But my pick is Supergirl bonding with Spike the dragon in the episode Call to Action. I loved that so much. She actually fights the dragon. She has a whole fight where she fights a dragon in in the air. And then it turns out by the end of the scene, she, she befriends the dragon. And that, I thought, was so cute and adorable. And uh, there's a whole, like... Uh, special effects sequence where it's Dragonfire Breath versus Supergirl Super Breath. So visually interesting with the red and the blue. Oh, so good. And it's probably it's one of the cutest things they've ever done on the show. So for me, that moment sticks out in season four as uh, my favorite Supergirl moment.
1: I'm sorry. I had to pour myself a drink. It's been a long day. I just had to say goodbye to uh, not just my father, but my adorable little puppy. So... Uh, the emotions might, the emotions might kick in right now. It's don't worry, it's just soda. Don't worry, it's not, a, it's not actual alcohol. Uh, yeah, I just can't remember one of my moment, favorite moments of her in the suit. Um, when she stood up to the president, mm. when she said, "No, I'm not going to tell you who I am." I, you know, I, she was willing to give up the DO and like, because you know, you know what? I, whether the president is a good person or a bad person, they will, they should never be a. A time where she's forced to tell them their secret identity, because like she's been saving the world for free without asking for anything, and the and the bastard had the guts to to to, demand that you know, do you tell me your identity or you don't get to work? Like it was like you don't get to save the world anymore if you don't tell who else you are. It's like oh, you're gonna tell her she can't do good things because your ego can't handle not knowing her secret identity. Okay, whatever, Jad. Whatever. So,
0: well, um, to Supergirl's credit, she cannot quit the DEO until Director Bones is introduced. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad. Of course, of
1: course, you would. I'm
0: I'm glad that Supergirl has uh, not totally abandoned the DEO at this point because that needs to happen uh, before the end of the show. Okay, so in the chat, Super uh, comicer Girl. Who is a supergirl in her own right, uh, says supergirl in the daft punk suit, lamenting the loss of the pies. I agree. That's a great moment. Uh, New Rachel says, Cara uh, Zorel, citizen of Earth, which she says in the episode Stand and Deliver when she kind of becomes one of the aliens at the protest. Uh, Leslie76justice says, Alex throwing the spacesuit onto Supergirl. Uh, DJ Ryder says, during the fight where Lex says, no. During the fight with Lex, where she says, How do you think I did it? I'm Supergirl. Good moment. Uh, Jamie C. likes Supergirl and Spike the Dragon as well. And Pretty Girl Ninja says, Supergirl standing up to President Baker and quitting the DEO. So, yep. All great moments for Supergirl. Uh, So, even though Season 4, sometimes it didn't feature Supergirl as much as I would like. And sometimes I, I think the show... Uh, sometimes gets away from telling Kara and Supergirl stories, but I think there were a a great uh, handful of moments that really stood out as as fantastic. So, all good Uh, picks.
1: I'm sorry, I i I got to give a little plug to another another super, another Kryptonian. Uh, Camera Cup, who plays Sega on Krypton, just tweeted this uh, uh, on the Twitter page at the Camera C- Cameron Cup. The DCT podcast now will bring a lot of joy to a lot of people and do a lot to promote comic book TV shows. Today they're working hard for an even more heroic cause.
0: Oh, that's amazing. That's very nice of him to say. Uh, Krypton, season two, sci-fi. You should be watching Watch
1: it. Wednesday, 10, 9 central on Sci-Fi. You should be
0: watching it. it you should be watching it. It is fantastic. Um, let's see. All right. So our last category, and we'll, we'll have, if we've got a little bit more time, we'll do some other things. But so the, our last final category of the fourth annual Supergirl Radio Awards is Supergirl season four MVP. Andy, do you have a most Nia. valuable player? Oh, Nia. Okay. Why is that?
1: Again, she was the voice I really felt the season four needed, and I thoroughly enjoyed everything she did from her, 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 her path to becoming a hero, being a you know being a Roma, her interview to national tell you know to you know to the nation to telling everyone that she's a transgender superhero, and her little Roma's with uh, with Brainy, and I I loved everything with me. I'm so happy we have her on the show.
0: All right, so mine it might uh, might shock some people. I don't know. Let's see if anybody guesses it. Uh, my pick for season 4 MVP is Miss Dasnocker because <laughs> because she was a through line from beginning to end and her betrayal, her her villainous reveal was the turning point of the season. She was the most valuable player cuz everything hinged on Eve Tesmacher being able to complete that mission and working with Red Daughter and working with Lex and betraying Lena, like all of that was on her. So I'm going to go Eve Tesmacher, way to show up in season four. You crushed it. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing, I'm so glad she's not dead because I want to see more Eve Tesmacher on Supergirl. So that is my MVP. All right, so what does the chat say?
1: Lena says uh, Jamie C. Um, the the one hundred eight Sage says good reasons for both Lena and Red Daughter, but still Niam. Um, <laughs> Bag the paper said I thought the final category category was going to be a final boardroom or ballroom. Um, well, you know, oh, I, I don't. We should have done that. I
0: don't think we should do that without Morgan. It doesn't feel right. It just it doesn't feel like yeah. like a boardroom or ballroom without her. So may- maybe maybe next time.
1: Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Sage says, yes, I wish I had Mr. test it was devious from day one. Uh, new writer says uh, Lena. Les says Red Daughter. But as says Nia again. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Uh, did we mention Comica Girl and DJ Ryder with the Red Daughter mentions? That's Oh, good sorry, call. I'm sorry. Uh, there we go. 108 and, Sage, and pr- yes uh one oh eight sage says red daughter as well uh and uh yeah i think those are some uh, good mentions so yeah it looks like we got some good mvps all right so andy do we have some staff judgments do you i'm have afraid
1: time? i i'm afraid we don't i'm so sorry i because we need i i just need some time to collect everyone because we're going to have a lot of people off for the assembly hour. Uh, but uh, but you know what? Because we're going to be off for at least two hours there. I say, how about we just play some, you know, I, all because we're going to have two rounds of Mad Libs for, from Titan's pocket that we didn't get to do today. So let's just right. move Snap Judgement.
0: We, 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 e- we can either save them for the assembly hour or I'll just uh, get them in the next uh, Supergirl Radio. We'll, we'll do them let's eventually.
1: Just, let's, 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 let's do it with everyone. Let's do it with everyone and see what they say also.
0: All right. Well, um, I guess we can wrap it up here on the Supergirl Radio Hour. So, thank you all for donating. If you have not, do- thank you. If you have not donated yet, please still continue to contribute. Let's see how much we can get because the more money they have, the cooler the costumes that they can make for these kids are. Uh, so, uh, go to dctvpodcast dot com slash fundraiser fundraiser and give as fundraiser much, uh, fund fund the fundraiser. D- put some fun in the fundraiser uh so thank you all for donating uh so much that we have hit our goal and surpassed it uh but i think that's going to do it for this supergirl radio awards uh so but i'm still rebecca johnson
1: and i'm still annie be back
0: so thank you for joining us for this supergirl radio hour of the dctv podcast marathon to raise money for magic wheelchair and the assembly hour is up next